Mike, where are you? Come home, I can explain everything. Why aren't you responding to any of my texts? And where are you? It's late and you are not home. Don't make me tell my dad about this attitude you are putting up. Really, Rachel? Do you think texting me with a threat of reporting me to your dad will change my mind? I need to get some sleep, so stop blowing up my phone. You have already done enough to ruin my life. Would you stop this already? I have done more for you than anyone in your family ever did. You need to learn to start showing some gratitude. <laughs> You're laughing? Why do you always laugh whenever I'm serious? I have told you countless times that I do not like that. For the last time, stop bothering me. How can you say I'm bothering you? I'm your wife, for Christ's sake. Come home now. Would you stop behaving like a child already? Come back and I will explain everything to you. You don't have to be so dramatic. You mean come to prison? In case you have forgotten, barely three hours ago, I caught you in bed with my younger brother. You cheated on me with my brother and you don't even feel or show any remorse. Instead, you send me texts threatening to report me to your dad. I don't know why your immaturity surprises me. I should be used to it by now. After all, I have spent four years being married to you. Don't you dare insult me. You forgot that my dad and I picked you up from the slums where you grew up and made you who you are now. Sleeping with your brother was a mistake. I told you that already. Why can't you move past it already? Do you have to drag everything out? You blow things way out of proportion and it irks me. I had sex with your brother just twice and I already told you that I won't do it again. Is that not enough for you? Come home now, Mike, or be prepared to face the consequences of your actions tomorrow morning at work. Because I will definitely inform my dad of the recent developments. I wonder what I did to end up with a self-centered bitch like you. You can tell your dad whatever you like. I don't care. I would even like it if you could help me tell him that I quit. I quit on you and your dad and your entire manipulative family. I'm going to ignore the fact that you just insulted my family after all that we have done for you because I know that you are hurt. Now come home. There is nothing your family has done for me except manipulating, controlling, and tormenting me at every turn. What the hell? I get that you are upset, but that does not give you the go-ahead to insult my family, especially after all that we have done for you. My dad puts you in a position of authority in his company and has treated you as one would treat a son. Remember when you lost that high-end client and how he still gave you a huge bonus the next week? Honestly, I fail to understand humans. How can someone be so nice to you, yet you speak ill of them? How ungrateful could you be? You sound as though I was begging on the streets for food before I got a job at your father's company. You forget that your father's company was also struggling alongside a hundred other startup tech companies to be known, and that I did a lot to make it known today. For as long as I have been married to you, I have barely had any peace. You make me mad, and when I react, the next day I get called into your father's office for questioning. I feel like I am married to you and your father, and I do what I can to please both of you, yet you still had to go ahead and do this? You had the guts to have sex with my brother behind my back. And don't you dare mention that client and the supposed bonus. Losing that client is solely on your dad and his lack of commitment and the supposed bonus was given to me to get you a Birkin bag. So don't come at me with that nonsense. Wow, I had no idea you were this ungrateful. 
Don't get me wrong, I always knew you had the trait in you, but I had no idea that it was this deep-seated. How can you speak so badly of my dad? How much more disrespectful could you be? Also, in what world is it considered an evil thing for a considerate father-in-law to give an unappreciative son-in-law just enough bonus to buy the bag his wife needs? Did you say you did a lot to make my father's company what it is today? Where would you have been if we had left you wearing your red t-shirt and packaging groceries for old women at Target? Listen, you had better admit it, Mike. My family made you what you are today. Also, you are making me type too much and my nails are beginning to hurt. Come back home so that we can have a face-to-face -face conversation. How do you do it, really? What are you talking about? How do you manage to survive without a single remorseful bone in your body? How did you become a master of condescension and manipulation at the same time? And when did I become your pony? What the hell are you talking about? Stop stressing me and come home. You have thrown enough tantrums over one inconsequential incident and I made the mistake of engaging with you. But now I know that I shouldn't have because you are quite sensitive and the littlest things get to you. Maybe you are quite hurt by me and Dylan, so I will forgive everything you have said this evening. And my dad won't even hear it if you come home now. This, this is what I am talking about. How do you only care about your feelings in every situation? And look how you said me and Dylan without even feeling the tiniest bit of guilt. In fact, you know what? What? I want a paternity test done on JD. You're kidding, right? How do you think my dad would react to this outrageous claim? Whatever could make you think that JD isn't yours? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the fact that I just caught you having sex with my brother? That actually happened, right? And don't bring up your dad again. I'm sick of that man as it is. Oh, for goodness sake. I already told you sleeping with Dylan was a mistake. And I did it just twice. So there is nothing to worry about, really. And Mike? Do not ever talk about my dad in that manner again. You cannot do something repeatedly and call it a mistake. What do you mean? Stop pretending already. Dylan already told me everything. He did? Behind my back? Oh, the nerve of that man. I just hope he didn't paint me black in his story. That's what you're worried about? Well, I do care about my reputation and other people's perception of me. Could have fooled me. Oh, please. Now, what did Dylan tell you? Everything. The first day both of you cheated on me and everything in between. He also told me about the nights he spent in our home when I went out of town. So you can stop pretending already because I know everything. What? He told you that too? We agreed to keep that a secret, for goodness sake. You mean you agreed to lie to me about it? Well, don't blame Dylan if he suddenly grew a conscience and told me everything. We cannot all be as hard as you. You know, for someone who is as tainted like the rest of us, you keep acting like a saint and it is beginning to piss me off. I have never claimed to be a saint. I have done some pretty awful things in my life too, but I would take getting married to you as karma's payback for them. Would you get off your high horse already? This self-righteous attitude of yours is beginning to piss me off more than you can imagine. You cheated on me too, and I didn't make such a big fuss about it, so stop this. And don't you ever imply that JD isn't yours. You get on my last nerve, woman. Really. 
So, are you going to lie that you didn't cheat on me, or are you going to come back home and we act like this entire evening never happened? You know, if I wasn't so pissed off, I would probably be laughing at your ridiculousness. Read this carefully. I never cheated on you. How could I even cheat when I had you breathing down my neck at home and your dad doing the same at work? But I guess no one breathed down your neck at that Chinese place downtown, right? What the hell are you talking about? I told you to stop playing a saint's role already. I know all about you and that black-haired colleague of yours. What black-haired colleague? Don't play dumb. Your colleague, black-haired, short, wears Harry Potter's glasses? Oh, you mean Alexa? I don't care what her name is because I don't care about her. I just used her to cite an instance. Which is? Which is, I know that you were cheating on me and I made no fuss over it. I didn't even go to my dad or question you. I let you live your life, and now that you find out that your brother and I have had sex a couple of times, you feel like starting a podcast and telling everyone about it. Jesus Christ, I don't even know where to begin from. It's hard when you're on the hot seat, isn't it? Oh, give me a break. I'm not on any hot seat. I never cheated on you with anybody, and even if I wanted to, it couldn't be with Alexa. She has a wife. But I saw you guys on a date the other day. There is absolutely nothing wrong with two platonic friends having dinner in a Chinese restaurant that they both adore. But you know what is wrong? It's the fact that you thought I was having an affair and you thought you would safe keep that as a bombshell to drop on me anytime I find you cheating. That is fucked up in more ways than one, Rachel. And now I know that our marriage was nothing but a transaction to you. Operation Get Married to the Tech Guy from Target. Profits? Use him to improve my dad's company, sleep with his brother, and control him at every turn. Right? I admit that probably wasn't the right way to handle that situation. Now stop playing the victim and come home. Stop playing the victim? Are you serious? I am the victim. And I am not embarrassed to admit that I am hurt by all these stunts you pulled on me. But I know better than to fish for remorse from you, so all I want is the paternity test carried out on JD. I said I admit that I handled that wrongly. Is that not remorseful enough? Also, paternity test again. I thought we were over this already. I always take necessary precautions. I don't give a rat's ass about any precautions you take. All I want is the paternity test done. I have booked an appointment for the day after tomorrow with Dr. Myers. The appointment is by noon. Bring JD. Wait a minute, won't you come home so that we can talk about this? Because I feel like you are blowing this way out of proportion, and it's because we are conversing via text. Tone easily gets lost in texts, you know. I have known you long enough to read your tone from texts, and I understand quite well that you don't feel sorry for being caught cheating on me. Rather, you feel irritated that I won't budge on your insistent orders that I come home. But you know what? If you would have even sincerely apologized, I might have felt better and would have reconsidered my stance. I am remorseful. Have you even said that you're sorry? Well, no. But it doesn't mean I'm not sorry. I'll see you in Dr. Meyer's office on Thursday. Bring JD. I'm done engaging in a futile conversation with you for the night. Now stop texting me. I know I hurt you, but that doesn't give you the right to talk to me like this. I already admitted guilt. Can't you just let things go? Mike, are you ignoring me? 
You know I don't like this. This is getting on my nerves, and I'm about to call my dad. I know that you are getting these messages. Reply already. Okay, I'm sorry. Do you feel better now? I already apologized. What more do you want from me? I trust you have received a copy of the test by now? I have, and I don't think that it is accurate. I am pretty sure that JD is yours. Would you stop it already? I am honestly not in the right headspace to deal with all your drama. Just stop. Please. I'm serious. Dylan cannot be JD's dad. I took as much precaution as I could. I told you this already. I have known you to be anything but dumb. You claim that you take precautionary measures, but what precautions are 100% guaranteed? Why would you even cheat on me from the start of our marriage? And even if you wanted to cheat, did you have to cheat with my brother? But I already apologized. Dylan was a mistake, and it would never happen again, I promise you. Can't we move past this now? My dad is worried that he can't reach you. Why haven't you been going to the office? I feel like I am the most stupid person on the planet for letting you and your dad treat me like trash. I mean, I've always known that you didn't regard me highly, but now I realize that all these years you have ignored most of what I said, treated my words as insignificant, and trampled on me. I bring in the income, yet I don't have a choice on where we spend our vacations. When I said that you didn't need a panini maker because none of us eat paninis, you ran to your dad. I worked without complaints, ignored every nonsense from both you and your dad, and you still did this to me? You're making me feel bad now. I told you that I wanted a panini maker because it makes the kitchen look exquisite. And I went to my dad when you refused because I knew that he would speak some sense into you. I already apologized. Can you come back home now and return to work? My dad said a client's work is due in a few days, and you are yet to work on it. Rachel, there is a vast difference between apologizing because you feel remorseful and apologizing to get someone back in your palms. I am not a pound of clay, and even if I were, you wouldn't be the potter that would handle me. So, quit trying to mold me into your desired shape. I am my person with feelings and emotions and choices. And right now, I choose to divorce you. You will receive the letter from my lawyer in the morning. Please sign it as soon as you can because I do not want to remain anchored to you for long. Whoa, hold on a minute. Divorce? Mike, you need to calm down and think this through. How would you want to divorce me? What about our kid? JD is not my kid. I love the kid, but he is not mine, thanks to you. The papers will be with you by morning. Please do this one thing for me. Do not fight this divorce. I am already tired of fighting. But we could still be married and you could still be JD's dad. I mean, how do you want the kid to adapt from knowing you all his life to losing you abruptly? I do not only want a divorce because of your infidelity. I mean, that may be the trigger, but I have been unhappy for a long time and this divorce is long overdue. I wish I could be in JD's life, but that would mean that I would remain attached to you, and that is the last thing I want or need right now. Do you really hate me this much? I don't hate you, Rachel. If I did, this would be easier. I am simply irritated by your insensitive character. We can work on it. Lots of married people cheat every year, and their spouses work it out with them. Why can't you work it out? Why do you just want to quit? 
I am quitting because I need to. This entire situation is too much for me. But you know the most painful thing? Do you know why I would never work it out with you? It is because you don't give a damn. You don't even feel apologetic. You just want your pawn back. How can you say that? I love you. You don't love me. You love the idea of having someone that you can control. And I am no longer that person. And I do not want to be stuck in that deplorable situation that I was in for years. Not now that I know better, at least. So, you'd rather just give up and leave? Even after everything my dad has done for you? When will you get it into your head that I have done just as much for your dad as he has for me? And even if I hadn't, I still wouldn't let myself be guilt-tripped into a painful marriage. Wow, okay. Yeah, I want a divorce, and I already told you that I quit. I don't work for your dad again. Well, damn you and your ungrateful ass. Sign the papers. Eventually, Rachel signed the divorce papers and I cut all connections with her. I hired Alexa and a few other people and started my own tech company and due to the good rapport I had with a lot of clients over at Rachel's dad's company, some of them migrated to mine. My team is still a very small one of 25 people though, but the company has the potential to soar. And I am in a more stable emotional state than I was nine months ago. Rachel and Dylan broke off their scandalous relationship, but they remain in contact since they are co-parents to JD. Losing JD hurt me in more ways than one, but staying connected to him meant I had to stay in contact with Rachel and Dylan. And I honestly cannot afford that right now. Maybe someday I would find it in me to forgive them, but for now, I am happy I got out of that mess and I'm slowly but steadily picking up the pieces of my life. <laughs>